no San Diego Comic-Con? Fear not, DC has got you covered with the fandom. Welcome to Popcorn and Soda, starring Talal. A motion picture, podcast, movies, pop culture, interviews, and reviews. Popcorn and Soda is brought to you by ByTalal.com. Visit at ByTalal and at Popcorn and Soda Podcast on Instagram. Download and stream on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and on all your podcast listening platforms. Please enjoy the show. My name is Talal, and you are listening to the Popcorn and Soda Podcast, starring me, Talal, the show where we discuss everything movies and pop culture. On today's show, we're going to break down DC Fandom, an all-virtual Comic-Con that you can watch from the comfort of your own home. Now, you might be asking yourself, what is DC Fandom? Well, DC Fandom is DC Comics' own variation of San Diego Comic-Con, which is by far the largest pop culture convention in the world today. It's literally used as a vehicle for big-time studios to announce new movies, new casting, show new trailers, and it's overall just giving back to the fandom community. Now, this year, with everything that's been going on with COVID-19, it's just not possible to have large gatherings, especially in a convention hall, with this amount of people. Who even knows what's going to happen next year if uh, things get better? Because I would absolutely love, love, love for there to be a return to Comic-Con. Now, DC Fandom aired on August 22nd, 2020. And it was a day-long event filled with amazing new trailers, casting announcements, teaser announcements, cool panels with all sorts of different cool celebrities and actors that are going to be in upcoming DC movies. I thought it was great. I'm going to go through my favorite trailers, my favorite announcements, the highs and the lows, and where DC fandom can potentially go next year. Um, Is this going to be an annual thing? Does this mean DC is not going to attend Comic-Con anymore and just do this? We'll go through that. Boom. Let's get started. All right. So you might be asking yourself, what is DC and what is DC fandom really? So to break it down and make it really easy, DC, which stands for Detective Comics, is the company behind characters such as Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, Green Lantern, Cyborg, all the bat, all like the Batman video games, uh, the cartoons, the TV shows. They pretty much run those specific characters. Not to be confused with Marvel Comics, who run characters such as Spider-Man, Iron Man, Captain America, the Hulk, etc. All the pretty much the movies we see in theaters today under the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Alright, so I'm gonna break down the four biggest stories for me personally during this event. We're gonna break down what they mean for the future of DC Comics and my excitement level for each project. The first one we're going to talk about is Black Adam. Now, you might be asking yourself, what the heck is Black Adam? <laughs> Black Adam is actually a superhero that's going to be played by none other than 
most charismatic man in Hollywood and sports entertainment, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, everyone loves The Rock. Come on, let's be real. It's one of the most charming, fun... He just knows his niche and he just plays to it like a T. This guy literally is one of the best action actors in the world today. And over the years, he has definitely worked more and more on his craft where he can literally tell a very good story and he's gotten to become a really good actor over the last 10, 15 years that I've been following him. He's going to be playing Black Adam. Now, Black to make it short, Black Adam was a character that was a slave and he eventually got powers from the same person that gave powers to that character, Shazam. And he's more so of an anti-hero slash villain slash hero. Uh, yeah, it's one of those characters that it's kind of like a low-key kind of character for Marvel. Where there's a gray area where it's you want to know that he does good. Or you want to think he does good. But he's also got those shades of... F the world, I do what I want kind of thing. Uh, and, and the cool thing about this is this movie's been in production or at least pre-production slash development hell for at least 10 years now. I remember reading about this like back in 2010, 11, The Rock always talking about how Black Adam could be that one character that really brings him to the movie superhero genre. And it's kind of funny when you think about it where it's like The Rock and you would think automatically he's probably played numerous superheroes by now. Just because how he looks and how he is. This is the first time The Rock's going at it. And I am actually very excited for this movie. I think he's going to kill it. Black Adam's kind of in the same universe as the character Shazam. The movie that came out last year starring uh, Zachary Levi. But this movie is going to focus solely on the character of Black Adam and the supporting cast around that. Now, one of the main reasons why I'm so excited about this movie is straight up for the fact that it's The Rock. That guy literally can do no wrong. He knows his niche. He knows what works. And I know he's going to make a great movie. They didn't announce a release date or when they're going into production. There has been some casting announcement around this movie. So I would expect this to probably come out in the next two years. Uh, I'm beyond excited for this, and that was one of the first things that stood out to me throughout DC fandom. Alright, so the second thing we're going to talk about is The Suicide Squad. Not to be confused with the 2016 movie Suicide Squad. This is almost a sequel, but not really. It's more so just another movie set in that universe that loosely has things to do with the first one. This is going to be directed by James Gunn, the gentleman who directed the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. He definitely knows how to make movies, especially with an ensemble cast. I love the first Guardians. I, I even like the second one. I know a lot of people were a little iffy about it, but uh, yeah, this is it. Uh, he got to make his own ensemble in the DC Universe, which I'm really hoping is an R-rated movie because the characters that are in this movie, uh, it's... It's a riot. And even if it's not a rated R movie, like a Deadpoolish kind of movie, it's still going to be great. You're going to have uh, Harley Quinn, of course, Margot Robbie, who kills it as that character coming back. Viola Davis coming back. Rick Flagg coming back. Jai Courtney coming back. Um, with a slew of fresh new characters that were not in the first one. From listening to the panel, it, it, it's pretty much 
it was pretty much expected and pretty much implied that this doesn't really have anything to do with the first Suicide Squad that came out. This is a brand new cast for the most part, and it's just another story in the Task Force X, which is another word for the Suicide Squad universe. You've got characters like John Cena, uh, Idris Elba, gosh, uh, Peter Capaldi, Pete Davidson. <laughs> they have a bunch of really cool, weird characters that are going to be in this movie. And you know when James Gunn's making a movie, you can expect great action and you can expect really, really strong and comedic dialogue. They showed a cool little sizzle reel of the entire Suicide Squad and who's playing who. Also, a little like behind the scenes B-roll kind of teaser for the movie. It wasn't an official trailer, but it just kind of showed the scope of the movie and what they're going for. And um, this movie looks amazing. Now, this probably this this movie is not coming out for another year, and we can probably expect another trailer before probably 2020 ends. But I'm really excited to see what James Gunn and company is really going to be doing with this movie. I'm just a huge sucker for Margot Robbie's. Well, everyone's a huge sucker for Margot Robbie, but I'm just a huge sucker for her Harley Quinn. Like, I literally love that character. I'm one of the few people, well, not the few people. I'm one of the people that absolutely loved Birds of Prey. I didn't think it was anything lacking. I loved her portrayal of this character, and I hope we see her play this character for many years to come. The fact that she's in this movie right off the bat is just, boom, that's a huge added plus. I'm glad she's one of the characters they kept from the original movie. Because there was a lot of characters in the first one that I just didn't really care for. The first Suicide Squad, I was so pumped for that movie. Like, holy, I remember just thinking this is going to be such a game changer. But to be honest, it just kind of fell flat. Shout out to Jared Leto's Joker, who I felt was one of the most underrated parts of that movie. And even today, like, people don't give him enough credit for how outside-of-the-box kind of role that he did. Besides that, I'm, I'm glad that they're really going towards a new direction in this new Suicide Squad movie. And I, I'm really hoping that it's going to be fun, full of <laughs> crazy, kick-ass action, and just a good old time at the movies. So that comes out next year. I'm looking forward to watching another trailer, and I'm hoping James Gunn really delivers with this movie because with a cast like this... It's bound to be amazing. Alright, so the third thing we're going to talk about today is one of my most anticipated panels that was announced for Fandom, and that is Zack Snyder's Justice League. Now, you might be asking yourself, what do you mean Justice League came out a couple years ago? It was a terrible movie. <laughs> what do you mean there's going to be another one? This is a movie that is literally for the fans. And this is a movie that probably the first time I've ever seen a real fan community really hijack a studio and literally force them to release this movie. And I loved it. I loved the entire release the Snyder Cut hashtag that was going around for a couple of years. And uh, I'm sure a lot of you have seen that release the Snyder Cut Snyder Cut hashtags on Twitter popping up. It was literally a fan-driven initiative to give director Zack Snyder, give him a chance to really make a movie that was under his vision and followed the overall scope of Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman. It was literally 
a fan driven I don't even know what to call it it was it's the fact that this movie is even getting made is so crazy do yourself a favor and just google Zack Snyder Justice League you're gonna see all the crazy behind the scenes stuff that went on in the making of Justice League and mind you this movie was shot like 2015 2015-16 and now it's finally getting a chance to be shown in the way that he intended the movie you saw in theaters it does say directed by Zack Snyder and it does loosely follow the story that he had but due to some personal family tragedy Zack had to step away from the project him and his wife who's also a producer on the movie DC at the time which was under a different hierarchy of power and different executives the god Joss Whedon the director who made the Avengers Avengers Age of Ultron Buffy the Vampire Slayer to come in and to kind of just make the movie more live and fun and colorful and give it that Joss Whedon-y Avengers kind of feel and it just did not work that movie was literally like reshot 70% from what Zack Snyder shot so whatever you saw in the theaters was not what was originally intended for that movie as the years went by the fans just demanded it release the Snyder Cut hashtag Snyder Cut and a couple of months ago they finally announced that boom the movie will be coming out and I was ecstatic it's gonna be four one hour mini episodes releasing on HBO Max sometime in 2021 yeah this this is gonna be great it's gonna be great and uh for the people that don't have HBO Max this movie is gonna Zack Snyder said in this in the entire panel that we'll find a way to get this to everyone so even if you don't have HBO Max you will have a way to watch this movie come opening day for episode one whenever it comes out next year so Zack Snyder showed a teaser trailer it's more so an announcement trailer about the movie and uh, it was great it, it was just showing what his vision was it was just reminding everyone this is what I wanted to do with the movie it was like a little two minutes uh two minute snippet of a bunch of cool action shots uh new action shots new scenes all together of course that hallelujah playing in the back which is so symbolic because it's not just for this specific trailer movie like it's not just for the music for the trailer it's more so about the journey about getting this movie made and i absolutely loved it now this movie can come out next year and it might just not be good <laughs> even if that's the case i'm just happy that the fans really got together for a good positive message and a good positive reason because there is truly in 2020 a thing called toxic fandom and toxic fandom is a real thing it's literally when people want to get behind a project for the wrong reasons and destroy it and rip it to shreds shows like game of thrones have encountered toxic fandom especially with the eighth season some of the DC movies have had toxic fandom with people who just hate the movies. It's more so prevalent in TV shows, but uh, like Star Wars, something like that. There is a toxic fandom. Doesn't take away from the fact that there is a fan community that love those projects. But in these big projects, there's always going to be the side that loves it and the side that hates it. And even if you're in the minority and you don't like something... 
there is then another side on top of that that grows on that, which is the tox like the toxic fandom that want to shred the movie and destroy everything and just just be trolls and straight up mean. You're allowed to have your own opinion, but there's a limit as to how far you can really take it before it becomes just annoying and pesky and just ugh. So I, I'm excited for this movie. Hopefully we'll get to see a better movie, a more concise movie that ties in with the other movies of this DC cinematic universe that Zack Snyder is creating. And I'm excited for it. I really am. I'm happy for Zack. I'm happy for his family. And I'm happy for the fans that we get to see the movie that we truly, truly wanted the first time. And finally, the fourth thing that stood out to me and the one that I was the most excited for, the Batman. You heard it. We're getting another Batman. This movie was announced like literally three years ago. And director Matt Reeves, extraordinary director behind the Planet of the Apes movies, he was helmed as a director to take a new spin on the Batman character. Right off the bat, they started with a, an amazing, amazing casting. Robert Pattinson. Now, I know everyone thinks of the Twilight Years, all the crazy teen heartthrob stuff, but this guy has literally, in the last five, seven, eight, even ten years, he's transformed himself as an actor and he's really taken his craft very seriously to a point where he's like one of the best actors in Hollywood today. And I just love the casting of him as Batman. He's just got this look, this like Bruce Wayne kind of look, you know, that you need to have in order to play this character. I was all on board with it. So they started shooting this movie like back in February. They shot like 25% of the movie before coronavirus really hit and like the world came to a pause. So literally everything that's been shot up until now is like a quarter of the movie. Uh they are scheduled to start filming again come September, which is great because this movie comes out next year. Matt Reeves broke down the panel. Uh, we're getting at a different kind of Batman. We're getting a very gritty and real life look at what a character like this can be in today's society. It's a very early Batman. It's year two. He's still figuring out how to handle this whole bat persona and to really find out who he really is. Uh, Matt Reeves showed us a trailer and oh man, that trailer was so, so epic. Like it's what I always wanted from a Batman movie. It still feels like a Batman movie. Like you still have that little DNA that, ah, uh, yeah, I know, I know what I'm watching. It's Batman, but it's so different than all the other movies, the Christian Bale movies, the Ben Affleck movies. Literally, this reminds me of Seven or the Zodiac, or Prisoners. And what I mean by that is, this literally feels like a murder mystery. And one thing that Batman's known for is, you know, the world's greatest detective. But none of the movies really play off on that. You'll have elements of it here and there when he's in the Batcave doing like his, you know, touching one button on the keyboard and boom, everything pops up on the screen kind of thing. But they're really going for that dark murder mystery kind of look. And the trailer just nails that. It's something different. It's something fresh. It's a totally different look. The 
costume's different, the feel is different, the atmosphere is different. They really wanted to bring a gritty Gotham City. This is this entire trilogy or however many they make of this series, it's all set in its own world. So it's not gonna have any crossover with any of the other DC superheroes like Superman, Flash, Wonder Woman. It's set in its own world. It's its own it's it's it is pretty much its own thing, its own little gritty world that they're creating, and I'm all for it. Not everything needs to be connected and Overall, the trailer for this movie just blew my mind. Um, Paul Dano, who is an amazing actor. If you don't know who Paul Dano is, Google him. I'm sure you've seen him in some movies. This guy's going to kill it as a Riddler. You've got Zoe Kravitz as Lena Kyle, Catwoman. Uh, Colin Farrell as the Penguin. <laughs> and in the trailer, when I watched it the very first time, I had no idea that it was actually him. Like prosthetics on him look amazing and you've got Jeffrey Wright playing Commissioner Gordon and you've got Andy Serkis playing Alfred so that's a radical different take than having that old butler kind of guy that we've gotten in every Batman movie that's what I, that's what I like this movie feels very contemporary and it feels like something that could happen in 2020 I'm glad that we're getting something different and I am so excited for this movie. This was just an original like teaser. So we didn't get too much of the story. But we did get a sense of how crazy violent it's going to be. Refer to that scene where Batman just beats the living heck out of one of these goons. And just the overall atmosphere of the movie. I'm so, so excited for this movie. And I cannot wait to see more trailers and to get more information. And... Next year, it's uh, it's an October release date right now. So it, this seems like the perfect Halloween movie. The Batman, I cannot wait. Well, there you go, guys. Those are the four things that stood out to me throughout DC Fandom. Now, does this mean we're going to have another DC Fandom next year? I think we will. Having a virtual Comic-Con with amazing panels and Q&As and just giving something back to the fan community... Is, is a great way of just showing us how close and how together we really are. Everyone pretty much in the world has access to the internet and this is something that is for free. You could watch it from the comfort of your own home and I absolutely loved it. I'm still hoping that DC still attends Comic-Con every year and does their big Hall H panel. Hall H is like their big uh, auditorium that houses like 6,000 seats. That's where all the big announcements really happen. I hope they still continue to do that. But uh, I had a great time at Fandom watching it. And I thought it was great. For what it was, for the first time, sure, there are things they could have done better. But for the first time, I thought it was amazing. And I'm looking forward to Fandom next year. That's all for today, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please remember to follow, like, subscribe, share, all the fun stuff. Your support means the world to me, and we'll see you next time here on Popcorn and Soda. Thank you for listening. Please remember to subscribe for new episodes streaming weekly. Follow the show at Popcorn and Soda Podcast on Instagram to keep up with movie news and behind-the-scenes exclusives. We'll see you next time at the movie. Ahem.
on the show.